we are live. So welcome everybody. This is the first installment of the Low Elo podcast, as you can see. I am your host, Alted, Jordan Alted over it, and it is my co-host. Uh, I'm Brandon or Brandesius or the Magician 420 or Lightboy or really whatever you want to call me. Uh, this is a a podcast style broadcast, so feel free to pop your headphones in, put your phone in your pocket, work out, do whatever you're going to do. Um, there will be a video portion closer towards the end, or we'll make that separate, but there is a video portion to this. If you do want to go watch it, of course, you go on to youtube.com slash the altered and it will be there all right so this is a podcast specific this is specifically for the majority of the players that play the game league of legends this is for the majority of the players the majority of the players are between silver and gold or the bronze and gold not too many people not too many people in iron nobody is really that poo poo at the game right <laughs> nobody's really that bad and nobody really, not very many people make it past platinum. You know, I am a low elo analyst, so I analyze lower lower elo games, and I help lower elo players get better at the game if they so choose to. And he is a genuine low elo hard stuck player. So this is for the people, by the people. You know, a lot of people don't like LCS. A lot of people don't like the competitive scene. A lot of people think that shit is boring. And the reason why is because you have a bunch of high ELO analysts on the panel talking about stuff that they don't care about or they don't know, All right? So this is going to be for the people, people in that ELO and explain some things that are going on in the competitive scene that you might see, might hear, or you might wonder, right? So the first thing, obviously, you can see our topic at the bottom of the screen. We are talking about the lock-ins and preseason, how it's going to affect everything going on, right? So let's let's jump right into it. So with the lock-ins in preseason, we all obviously with preseason we have new rosters, right? So we have the new NA LCS 2022 rosters. A lot has going on. Lots been changing. Brandon, what team do you want to start with? Uh, I guess we could ta- start with TSM because I don't know if you know this, but TSM is the only team that is returning their exact same team from last season, uh, but they I think they're adding one additional person, uh, person a six-man. Yeah, so... Nope, that's uh, a that's hundred thieves. A hundred threes is doing that. Thieves. Yeah, a hundred T is the exact same roster. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, so TSM is the only team that is coming back as the exact same roster, but a hundred thieves is the team that's adding a sixth person to their roster, yeah, like, yeah, to yeah. their starting lineup. Yeah, so yeah, 100T is adding a sixth person. So the TSM roster at the moment that's, that we know of, so people that have been confirmed, not speculation or anything like that, um, let me find my, my notes for the TSM roster. Here, I got it right here. The TSM roster in the top lane, we got Hooney. We got Jungle Spica. Is that Spica? Spica? Yep, Spica. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mid, I'm not going to know how to pronounce it's, that. It's Kieduo, I think Kieduo. Kieduo, okay, okay. Yeah. And in the bottom lane, you have AD Carry Tactical and Support Shenyi. 
uh, yeah, support is Shinyu. Yep. Shinyu. So my my take right. on this this TSM roster is that it's probably in contention for top four. Um, we're only going to talk about the teams that actually matter. So just just to put it out there. The teams that actually matter are going to be TSM, 100 Thieves, uh, C9, Team Liquid, and Evil Geniuses. The other teams are bottom tier teams. They do not really deserve any kind of screen time because we already know they're going to be placing between 10th and 5th. We know that the top three is really where it gets really exciting. So with a TSM roster, we have a new mid laner, obviously. The new mid laner, Duo. He is um, new to the LCS as of this year. He just started professional in 2021. And he was from a Chinese team. He played on a Chinese team that finished eighth in the LDL. The LDL is kind of like the LPL, but it's like an offering LPL. It's kind of like an amateur LPL. So, and they finished um, eighth in summer and tenth in spring, which is very bad. <laughs> if you know, <laughs> there, there are 10 teams in each split, in, in each region. And KDO is, yes, he is Chinese. But I do not believe that he will be on anybody's radar for mid laners, especially with the return of Bjergsen in the mid lane. Um, we'll get to Bjergsen in the mid lane a little bit later. But Kedio, he is a stereotypical control mage, mage player who plays. Uh, he fits the role. He does whatever he needs to do. Um, I think he will be good enough to not int his lane and allow tactical to pop off maybe this tsm their win condition is Huni. yeah uh, anybody who doesn't know who Huni is he is one of the most played paid for players in lcs history um he is a former world champion he did play on skt with faker as their top laner. Yes, he did get benched during Worlds that season, I do believe. He was subbed out. But he is a world champion. He's a former world champion. He costs a lot of money. He is the innovator of the shit that you don't like to see. You ever seen Lucian Top? Thank mm, Cody. Yeah. Gangplank? Who made that shit popular? Thank Cody. Tristana <laughs> Top? You don't like that shit? Thank Cody. He's the one that innovated this type of stuff. He is very innovative. Um, Huni is definitely the hard carry of this team. If they enable him this season, I do not believe they will. Spika is kind of, um, he's not a, I don't think he's a top three jungler in this seat. Um, I think the, the number one jungler is probably Santorin. Uh, Santorin's on the best team. So, yeah, so, of course, he's going to be the number one jungler, quote unquote. But um, I think. Xersei is a better jungler. Xersei is the jungler for the IMT. Pride Stalker is coming in, and Dom, I would dominate, has a lot of stuff, positive stuff to say about Pride Stalker. Um, he, Pride Stalker being the jungler for Golden Guardians. I don't think he's going to really do much there. The mid-jungle for TSM is looking real bleak, if I do say so myself. Looking mm. real bleak. So... Huni has played in the EU, the NA, and LCK. Yes, LCK. Didn't he play? 
did he play for SKT when they won Worlds and yep. Uh, yep. that year? Yep. I can't remember. Yeah, so Hoon did play for SKT. He is a world champion. He played for SKT with Impact as well. I do believe Impact was a jungler, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I might be wrong on that. I know Impact is currently a top laner, but um, he did play with with Faker Squad in their second championship, their second win. Okay. They have three, yeah, it was their second win. But um, yeah, TSM. I think I I'm, I placed TSM fifth. Um, I don't really think they're gonna really they're gonna really do much. TSM kind of fall, fall fell from grace. Reginald is Reginald. Well, who do you think is gonna come top? Top. Um. Well, personally, we can go ahead and jump into the next team that that actually makes that actually means anything. Um. We're gonna talk about Team Liquid. Team Liquid, Team Liquid. Is, yeah. Team Liquid has by far the uh this the, the best team lineup by far. So, Whippo, Santorin, Bjergsen, Hansama, Korgeje. So yeah. this this lineup is very scary, but it's very dependent on on two factors, right? So, Bjergsen. Bjergsen is one of them. He has not played professionally for a year. We do okay. not know how he's going to perform. Plain and simple. He has not played professionally for a year. We don't know if he's going to overperform, underperform. He hasn't played a lot of solo queue. He's and older, too. How old is he? 25. 25 now. He, he's a 25. Boomer. He got boomer hands. <laughs> um, hey, I'm 25. I I watched some of his games. I've I've looked at some of his vibes. I've I've watched some of his games. He Santorin. isn't playing the best, but he is playing solo queue, and solo queue environment is completely different than um than competitive. So let's see how 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 he goes back. He's playing Trindamir. He's playing the solo carries. He's playing the Trindamir. He's playing the Zed. He's playing the Kiana. And I'm excited to see that shit back in LCS. I've been waiting for Trindamir mid all season because everybody was talking so much about it and nobody played it. I was so angry. Yeah, oh, it's Trindamir mid. Trindamir mid. And Santorin is one of the former junglers of... Uh, he did play for TSM. The same time that Bjergsen played for TSM, so they played together. So there, there could be some some residual synergy going on okay. there. Um, my man Santorin definitely did not cut his hair this past season, so he was rocking the luscious locks. Oh yeah, he is. He is locked out. He's locked in and locked out. Um, locked Santorin, in, locked out. Locked in and locked out. Santorin is probably the second best jungler in, in, in the. And in the league for sure, by far. He is definitely the second best jungler. Probably behind Blabber or closer. Second or third. Closer, Blabber, Centaur in the top three. And the top three teams obviously are C9, 100 Thieves, and Liquid. And the junglers of each team definitely has a part of that. Um, Santorin is a very shy jungler, we would like to call him. Because yeah. Reggie on TSM did literally talk shit about him on stage during playoffs on Twitter. He would he basically said, 
I basically put jungle disc. <laughs> That's toxic. In a competitive <laughs> LCS game? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. The owner of the, of the org, of TSM, while his jungler was playing, went on Twitter and essentially typed, jungle did GG lost. Damn. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. awesome, though. Did they lose? <laughs> uh, they, no, they ended up winning summer that year. Oh, shit. But a lot of it was on the back of Bjergsen being a monster, and Double Lift was also on the same squad, I do believe. Oh, well, Double Lift's the fucking goat, so... <laughs> Man, I can't uh, believe when I looked up and saw he was 28 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah, Double Lift is ancient. Double Lift is ancient. And on the TSM stuff, Double Lift stuff, um, Double Lift and obviously all... Everybody, everybody knows. Even if you don't even play League of Legends, you know this. Double Lift hates Reginald. <laughs> double double lift played for TSM, and he does not like Reggie. He does not like Reginald. He does not like how Reginald operates. So uh, Reginald doesn't like double lift. I mean, if we take wow. this from a per- personal and not a professional standpoint, double lift low key did steal the man's girl, and like like he did low key steal his girl. So double lift girlfriend. Is Reginald's ex-girlfriend, who is also um, the president of TSM. What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Double his girlfriend is Reggie's ex-girlfriend, who is also the president of TSM. Was it like disrespect? Like she left him for double lift? Um, they don't really talk about their personal life, especially somebody that high in the position in the company. So there's not a lot of information on why they broke up, but um, essentially, Reginald is too much. What was the timing there? Timing? Uh, I mean, because you know, you know, the timing is everything. If it was like right after, then I mean, that that was that was Reginald's last girlfriend. That's all I'm gonna say. Reginald has not had a girlfriend since. I don't believe so. Not publicly, at least. He has not had a girlfriend since. He has okay, not publicly okay. stated that he's had a girlfriend since her, and um, double up is fucking her nice. on the regular. They they nice. live together. They're double up is fucking her on the regular. Double nice. up would routinely talk shit about Reggie on stream, and then she was she would be in the background, being like, "Don't do that. That's my job." Damn. <laughs> but I do believe she did say something about stepping down or uh, moving teams. So now Ooh. it's fair game for for double lift. He can say whatever he wants, and we will be taking a close look at his Twitter because I definitely love the controversy between those two. Oh yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I don't uh, love that. Yeah, but uh, back up topic. The next team we're going to talk about is going to be Hunger Thieves. The Hunger Thieves lineup being someday closer Abinage, FBI, Huhi, and they're adding Tenacity in the top lane to swap in and out with someday. Of course, we know these are the reigning LCS champions. The only reason why they want LCS Summer is literally because both C9 and Team Liquid griefed their games. <laughs> C9 That's and the only Team reason. Liquid, only reason they griefed their games. So, um, there was an interview with I forgot who it was. I want to say there was not not an interview, but Fudge was on LS's uh, podcast. So Fudge was talking to LS person uh, directly on his podcast, mm-hmm. and you can look this up on LS's on LS's channel. 
But Fives yeah. talked to LS, and he literally said when it was C9 versus TL, Fudge goes, oh, there's no way that we lose this, the TL. And C9 kind of ints and runs it down. And they lost the TL. And Fudge goes, well, there's no way TL loses to 100 Thieves because C9 beat 100 Thieves 3-0 and fucking 100 Thieves beats TL in the series. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about because C9 is the better team, was the better team overall, and they ended up losing to Team Liquid. And then Team Liquid hey. kind of just ran it down. And just uh, goes to show it's all about matchups. It's all about how you're feeling that day. At that high of a level, anything yeah. can happen. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true, very true. 100 Thieves did not, 100% did not deserve to win. Um, Abedaga yeah. is a subpar mid laner. He always has been. Um, in my opinion, uh, Closer is. Probably the best jungler in the league. So that's, yeah. And Someday is one of the best top laners in the world. He is a career yeah. top laner, played for SKT, blah, blah, blah. Was it SKT? I think, who, I think who it was, was SKT. It? Um, someday? S-S-U-M-D-A-Y? I want to say he played, I think he played for SKT. I also want to say he's also a world champion, but don't quote me on that. Um, this goes to show what the average viewer, consumer, even though I'm a low, I'm an analyst of some sort, knows about the game. We don't. A lot of them don't really care. But here, break it down for you. And the last team that actually matters is a uh, Korea Nine. We're calling them Korea Nine. Korea Nine because they have two Korean players for free. Basically, they have two Korean, essentially academy players. Um, Who, what team is it actually? Cloud9. Cloud9? Yeah. Okay. So that's Summit, Blabber, Fudge, Berserker, Winsome, Isles. So Winsome and Berserker, I do believe, are both Korean. They're the import slots. Summit, I want to, I, if I'm not mistaken, Summit is also not. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm retarded. No, Summit is definitely not. But um, Berserker is Korean. I want to say their support is also Korean. They decide they have two Korean signings. Um, they also have Sven in the background on their academy team. I do believe. Oh in yeah. Case, in case Berserker runs it down, um, Sven being on Cloud Nine Academy is really dumb. This dude to fucking they bring him up to the main roster, put Berserker on the academy roster. It doesn't make any sense. We have no proof that Berserker is going to do anything in, on Cloud9. Um, the big thing about Cloud9, though, is their coach. LS. We have not been fully confirmed yet, but LS is supposed to be coaching Korea9 in the next season. Oh, really? And LS is the, a former analyst for SKTT1. LS is a world champion. <laughs> LS is technically a world champion. Okay. LS has well, been in Korea be for good seven for them. Years. Yeah, LS has been in Korea for seven years, and they brought in him with Korean imports, and they, they're shipping them all on the same plane. Jesus. See, now <laughs> shipping them all on the same plane. They're going to get nice and cozy for that 16-hour flight. Oh, yeah. That's 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 great. That's absolutely insane. If Cloud Nine, um, the thing with LS is that he's a coin flip, right? Yeah. Um, I 100% believe in LS. 
I think he's a brilliant mind. Um, he's the one that coined the which is better, Leandre's or Morello Namicon back in the this is back before the item changes, right? Yeah, he, he's the one that, that coined Victor being broken, he's the one that coined a bunch of the stuff that you see now. You know, he's basically like a psychic, he's like, oh, six months from now, this is going to be good, and I'm gonna tell you why it's going to be good. But he was basically a public analyst, he was streaming and recording for SKT, but he was not coaching or analyzing for their team. So he was mm-hmm. his, so he was getting paid by SKT to put out content for SKT. It was on the SKT YouTube channel or the SKT Twitch channel or whatever, right? Yeah. So he would say, oh, this is really good. And nobody would pick it up until six months down the line. People are like, oh, shit, Alice was right. It is really good. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing is, if a team directly has that, if he stops making content or he reduces the content that he has, and he goes to his teammate, and he goes to his mid lane, like, hey, this is good, you should play this, and he's the only one playing it, they might have an edge because LS is looking into the future. Right, right. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, um, those are the teams that actually matter. The other teams are all bottom tier teams. Um, the last one, we skipped one, but Evil Geniuses. EG is a kind of cool, kind of cool little thing. We got inspired, Joe, uh, Joe Pion, inspired Impact, Danny and Vulcan. Vulcan being the veteran player here. Inspired being the shot caller with 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 Vulcan. Impact being OP top laner, SKT former world champion. They all come to America because we pay more money, essentially. But Evil Geniuses is probably going to be uh, fourth. Third will be, yeah. Evil Genius is fourth, third will be 100 Thieves, second will be Korea 9, first will be Team Liquid. That's in my opinion. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I can't say I disagree because I don't know enough. Yeah, perfectly understandable. But that's that, that's what's going on with the rosters now. Let's let's see what's going on with, with lock-ins. So we have lock-ins coming in, coming out. And, um... Lock-ins mean new season, new champions, new items. So what, what's your experience with the new items so far? What? <laughs> what's I your, don't even... What's your experience? New items this patch? Yeah, this is the, for, for preseason. How are you feeling about preseason? Preseason, I haven't really used any new items. I mean, but down on the bottom lane, it's all the same stuff. Yeah, but you're using new ruins, right? Like you're you're playing. Uh, you look at your. Well, I mean, I'm using uh, lethal tempo because it's tempo, kind of crazy now. The lethal tempo changes, right? And then we have the the new AP item changes, the tank item changes. I'm pretty sure you've seen the tank support item changes. You know, with Evan Shroud. You know. Yeah. You know, uh, historically speaking, for the past season, like Leona, Leona gets banned, and then you just stick to enchanters. But maybe Evan Shroud makes other tanks good. Amumu is already a Korean pick. Maybe it gets better. Maokai might know. come back. Rel might get picked up more. What, what do you? What are your takes? What, what are you thinking? You're you're an Evolving player here. How do you feel about the new items and the new season, the new support items, and, and the new Lethal Tempo? Well, the new Lethal Tempo is amazing. Honestly, pretty much anybody that runs attack speed needs to be running that, um, unless you're like Lucian, obviously. But as far as like the supports go, I'd say I think poke supports are gonna uh, reign dominant. Still, I don't yeah. think uh, I don't think tank supports are gonna have a chance. 
Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I mean, just because if you think about who is in the top tier, like any carry, like you have Caitlyn, you have Vayne, you have Jinx, you have like high attack speed, you have mobility, and just it's going to take somebody that can get to you and uh, either stun you or just do a lot of damage when they actually can get to you. Um, so if you had to, if you had to construct your, your ideal bot lane, right? Who who are you? What what champion are you pairing with yourself? When you're playing bot lane, what champion do you want to pair with you? Um, as Caitlyn, I'd probably want like a Yumi or maybe even uh, a Lux is fine, but I feel like there's better people than Lux. Lux is just like the default person that I can think of. Like, uh, I played with a Karma earlier today, that game. The Karma wasn't bad. The Karma has such high AP, like, I, she pokes the enemy AD carry to death. And we were going against a Senna support, so we got double AD. She's doing a lot of damage. She's healing her Tristana for all the damage I deal to her. Like, but Karma's bursting her down. And yeah, no. Team? But oh, just like, oh. just like, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So yeah, I was like I was saying, if I have to answer your question, I can't answer it with a specific champion. But the like ranged poke mages and stuff like that—that's who I like to support. That, with. That, that, that's the archetype you're 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 going with. That, that's yeah. the archetype you prefer. Okay, okay. I don't play bot lane. Uh, my take on the new items, new season. You're I will 100% agree with you. Lethal tempo, disgusting. Disgusting, disgusting. They nerfed it already. They have nerfed it, but they only nerfed they nerfed it for melee and buffed it for range. Yeah, disgusting, disgusting. That's Lethal just, Tempo it's is disgusting. disgusting on Kate. Lethal Tempo is disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. Um, I, I historically play um high mobility carries that can play Lethal Tempo. Um, I recently recently been spamming Twitch. Twitch is disgusting. Champions yep. Bros. <laughs> Invis gap. Invis gap. Invis gap all day. Champions growth. Lethal tempo is crazy. Um, but more importantly, uh, these that, that champion isn't going to be seen in competitive play at all. Twitch is kind of volatile. Really easy to play against. You know, you press Q, fucking people buy pink wards and shit like that. Your whole ability is gone. So <laughs> sadly, we'll never see him. Hopefully, somebody busts him out. I don't think there's anybody practicing him. Um, I've I've gone through some of these pro players, some of their recent games on their some of their accounts. Nobody's playing them at all. So, but um, I'll give my take on the new items. And you play bot lanes, and you probably haven't played with any of the new AP items. But we do have shattered crown, shattered crown of the queen, I do believe, or queen crown of the shattered queen, I think. Um, crown, Ah. yeah, crown. It's an AP item. And they just recently got nerfed because it was too good. And they took some AP off of it. So I do believe he gets 60 AP now. But it, it, it um, build out a Kindle Gym, which is one of the most... Kindle Gym is one of the most uh, cost-efficient items in the game. CDR and well, ability haste and um, health. And it basically gives you an Alistair Ultimate for 30 seconds, which is broken. Absolutely broken. 
75% yeah. reduced damage for three seconds. Absolutely disgusting. This brings champions like Twisted Fate. Um, this brings the champions like uh, Talia even. Lissandra can build damage instead of building tankier. Um, some of these anti-assassins that kind of just got left behind because the assassin stuff was so good. You know, the Zeds, Kianas, the Talons in the jungle. This stuff is so good. The Lee Sins, the Rek'Sai's, that these mid laners, these uh, mage mid laners can't keep up. We now have the opportunity to see Azerith in LCS mid lane. He can be played now. Azir can come back. Azir can be played again, especially with the new Lethal Tempo. New Lethal Tempo is good for Azir. He's an auto attack champion. Crown is good for Azir. And then um, what I've been doing actually is if I get, if I blind pick a a melee mage, I want to say like a melee mage being like Echo the melee mage, not really an assassin, doesn't really play yeah. like one, or Cassidy. I'll go Shattered Queen if I'm behind or if I'm even. It's, the item is broken. The item is broken. Um, it was a really good addition to the game. Shattered Queen, uh, Shattered Crown plus Zonya's is one of the best combinations in the game. You just don't die. Damn. You just don't, you just don't die. Um, so what do you think about how the new champions are going to affect Lockins? Obviously, we have two champions that weren't available during Worlds, and they're available now. We have Vex and Akshan. What are your, what are your takes on Let's Let's go one by one. What are your takes on Akshan? How do you feel about them? Um, I haven't had too much experience with him. Uh, obviously, you know, he's an Invis champ, so <laughs> I automatically hate him no matter what. Uh, oh. but yeah, I mean, not too many people play him. I know when I go against him, though, he's kind of scary to be around. He kind of gives me a little bit of the same vibe as like a Vane would. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I need to play him to know exactly how he kind of reacts or how he is. Yeah, and yeah, that's so, how I feel about him. So, so in higher elo, I, you you're you know tier list somewhat. You do look up tier list every now and again. Um, yeah, how do you think he's gonna affect the meta? You know, so we have, so so we have Twisted Fates being played. We have the Silas's. There's the uh, Syndras, the Orianas. How do you think Oxfam's gonna fare against these champions? You haven't seen him too much, but you do know enough about him, I think, to, to give your opinion on it. Uh, I mean, you're gonna have to lock him down. And you're gonna have to have peel. Uh, if you're a squishy champion, you're gonna either need to Stun him and run away, or stun him and kill him. Stun him and run away. Sound like yeah. a super low elo player himself. That's <laughs> hey. Sometimes you gotta do it. Sometimes. Uh, but uh, no, I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to deal with him. That's for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's actually gonna be top tier. Um, we have yeah. had some accounts, some accounts of some other players, so some professional players saying that he we think he's gonna be top tier. Um. Fudge even came out and said that he thinks it's going to be top tier. It's going to be a, a contested pick, not a picker band, but definitely he does definitely has good matchups for sure. He does lose yeah. to mages, but he beats melee champions really hard, just like every other range champion in the game. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, then there's Vex. Vex. So Vex, I don't really know. I know she's a mage and she's a burst mage. She basically, <clears throat> she kind of gives me like. Annie and Zoe vibes. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, she yeah. has the ability where she can 
uh, shoot like something at you, and she can teleport to you as well, right? That's her ulti, yep. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, she's very mobile. She does high damage uh, in a short amount of time, so she's hard to deal with. I don't see her in my games that often, which is strange, but I'm glad. <laughs> but I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, the champion is kind of absurd. Uh, my take on Vex is she's going to be the best control mage in the game. I do believe for a competitive play, she's going to be the best zone control mage. Um, her, her and Kiana around objectives are kind of absurd. You can't really take dragons against Kiana. You can't really take dragons against Vex. If you pair Kiana and Vex together, it gets kind of nutty. Um, yeah. The downside to Vex is her... She is susceptible to getting poked. She has zero sustain in lane. So um, champions like Syndra or the Orianna, the Twisted Fate, work well into it. Right? Like, they, they're, they're good into it. So it's going to be interesting seeing lock-in, seeing what champion, who playing what. Um, other champions in the meta that we wouldn't think. Like I said, Jurex been playing Trindamir mid. He's been spamming Trindamir mid. What do you think about Trindamir mid? I don't like it. I <laughs> I don't like it one bit. But I mean, I can see why it's good. Because I mean, all you got to do is perma push your lane, go be anywhere else, and steal jungle camps. And yeah, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I might try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trindamir Mirrod is very absurd. I am Master 7 Trindamir because Trindamir Mirrod is broken. I've played this shit for years. Yeah, what about it, Jordan? What, yeah. what about it, Jordan? After this game, we uh, <laughs> we go for a duo and I'm mid Trindamir? Trindamir mid, Trindamir mid. Uh, <laughs> the new lethal tempo on Trindamir is probably a, it's a godsend for him. It's a godsend. He needs that attack speed because he wants to fight you level one. He wants to spin, yeah. auto-attack, auto-attack, auto-attack. Hopefully get a lucky crit and kill you level one or force you to back. And um, yeah, so Trindamir mid has been talked about being a thing for the past two years. And nobody's playing it in competitive. And I hope, I hope, I hope that we get to see it this year. It does have some good matchups. If somebody locks Cassidy in, which I highly doubt somebody's locking Cassidy in their LCS. Or somebody yeah. locks Fizz, which I highly doubt somebody's locking Fizz in the LCS. Or somebody's locking Yasuo. And we've seen Yasuo's, actually. We've seen Yasuo's got locked at World. We've been locked in LCS, LCK, LEC. People are playing Yasuo. Trindamir is a counter to Yasuo. Yeah. Maybe we'll see Trindamir top because people are playing Yasuo top primarily. Um, I personally think Trindamir does well in the Graves early game. Graves is a big pick. So maybe we'll be able to see some of these things. And maybe we'll be able to see some of these things during lock-in. You know, lock-ins are, are kind of for fun. They don't really matter too much. So maybe they'll be able to bust out some things, play some things that we haven't seen before. I want to see the Trindamir mid. Now, my question to you, my big dog, my question to you is, what is your dream team comp? If you can have any team comp every single game, right, and everybody playing those champions are – they main those champions. What five champions and what position do you want them and why? Oh, man, this is a tough one. Let's see. Well, I think I'm going to go. And is this current meta or is currently, this like. Currently, right now. If you were to lock current meta? Game, right now, what okay. five champions would you want 
on your team? Well, I'm taking Caitlin AD Carey, and uh, the obvious answer is because I'm maining Caitlin this season <laughs> or in the preseason so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's just because, you know, lethal tempo makes her crazy. She has the highest auto attack range out of any AD carry. You know, yeah, she yeah. has high damage. She's bursty with her abilities. Like, she's crazy. She's mobile. She's nuts, man. Uh, as far as support goes, <clears throat> I think I'm going to take... I might stick with the Lux pick just because it's like very basic and it's like what I would want. And then at the end of the day, like if a if a Lux is good and they're maining it, like Q E R combo plus whatever I land, they're probably gonna be dead. So oh, Q R kills now because of all the fucking Lux buffs. Exactly. Exactly. The level six Q R E E and then it's just icing on the cake from there. So there's that, uh, um, and then you know obviously because late game when you have a support like that, you're they're basically just not useless. <laughs> you know they can actually do something in the late game. Yeah. Um, in the jungle, I'm probably gonna say maybe like a Zach. Zach. Or... Ooh, I haven't seen a Zach in a yeah. while. I haven't seen a Zach yeah. in a while. Why Zach? Why Zach? Give me, give me, let me pick your brain. Why, why are you fucking with Zach? So I'm fucking with Zach because his gank potential and his ability to be anywhere on the map at any time. So yeah, like yeah, as yeah, a yeah. jungle, like I don't play jungle, obviously you know that, but as an AD carry that interacts with their jungle, uh, like what I would want out of a jungle is somebody that can gank basically at any time in lane. So like the Zach has the ability to sit in either tri bush or like river bush. And if we're pushed up, that Zach can still gank because we can initiate it and then they can all in on us but never know that that Zach's there. All of a sudden he's coming out, you know, of nowhere and we win the trade or we win the fight. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. I mean, Kane does it too, but yeah, I get what you mean. Kane would be a good one. Um, However, with Kane, it's a little more obvious. Yeah, his early early game is trash. Kane's early game is boo-boo. Yeah, 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 so there's that. Uh, Also, Kane doesn't really have, like, the tank potential like Zach does. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I might play uh, a little bit of Zach today. I might play a little bit of Zach. I like Zach. You know, you used to run that Zach support. That Zach was support, crazy. Baby. Zach support. That was crazy. Uh, so those would be my three for that. Mid lane. Mid lane is something that's just been on autopilot for me. Like, I don't really care what my mid lane's doing. Either that or, like, <laughs> like they're either going crazy or they're just not. And it doesn't really matter to me. Uh... But if I had to pick a mid lane, I'd say probably like a Vex would be a nice pick. Yeah, Vex. Or is yeah, Vex or even an Akali. Akali, Maybe. ooh, those are those are two completely different champions. Ooh, let me pick your brain on the Akali. Why the Akali? Yeah. So the Akali is mostly because I've been seeing a lot of TikToks with people playing Akali. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they've been hey, going hey, kind of crazy. Let me hit you on that segue. Hey, make sure you follow our TikTok, TikTok.com. Uh, TikTok is the account slash the altered. We will be posting snippets of our podcast and snippets of our gameplay there. Nice, nice. Uh, so the Akali, though, just has the ability to. Uh, it's basically just the element of surprise, which is kind of ironic to say because she's a ninja. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it really is like Akali can be anywhere. She can uh, <clears throat> travel long distances, do high burst damage, and get out really quickly. So yeah, 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 yeah. For this. Sure, for sure. This would tie into my top lane recommendation, which is tied between two people, and that's set or nasty. Set and nasty. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. So you want a stay in lane split push all game, or stay in lane and split push all game, and occasionally press TP and then press R and dunk your enemy team. That's exactly right. That's all they're needed for. (laughs) But... The reason I want those two is because when it's either those two and they come into the fight, you know it's about to be like an all-in or like lose, very hardcore lose situation for the enemy team. Like, you see a set, it's it's. I love how many times in low elo play, like you see a set, you see he's like doing some damage, but he's probably gonna die with the uh, with his health bar looking like that. And then all of a sudden, he presses one button, and you're getting sucked in, and he's doing damage and gaining health at the same time. Uh, and then the right. same thing with the Nasus. You press Q, you press R, you press Q, and then boom. Yeah. All right, you heard that. You, you heard it here first, folks. All right, uh, bottom tier team. So, um, CLG, CLG, you hear this? You heard it here first. We need a set top. Give us a Zach Jungle. Yeah. Let's see the Akali mid. Let's get mm-hmm. the Caitlyn. Let's get the Caitlyn Lux botlane, baby. Come on now, CLG. That might be the formula to win in CLG. We all know you're, we all know you're getting tenth, CLG. Come on now. Used to be you number one. Know. Five hey. years ago, CLG was on top. What happened? What all happened, I'm saying. CLG? All I'm saying is if you keep doing this high elo stuff, it might not work because everybody's doing the same facts, shit. Facts, facts, facts. But facts. if you throw in some low elo. Facts, you know? facts, 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 facts. Then we got low analyst. You feel me? Facts, facts. Might right. shake it up. Might shake it up. All right. My personal pick for that is probably going to be a little bit more streamlined. Um, it's not going to be as crazy. I don't have any hot takes like this nigga does. He got, he got, he got crazy hot takes. So I don't know about that one. I don't know about the Zach. I don't know about the Zach. <laughs> I Dude, do not know Zach about the Zach. Day. I do not know about the Zach. I will tell Zach you that. All day, I man. don't know about the Zach. Yeah, it's crazy how it takes. Nash is in the top lane. I don't know about that one, Chief. I don't know about that one. Um, I'm going to go top to bottom. You went bottom to top. I'm going to go top to bottom. Okay. Uh, my top laner, ideally, I would want it to be some kind of fighter. Um, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, let me get a Fiora. Obviously, we haven't seen Fiora in pro play in so long. She's so broken still. Camille just got nerfed. Let's see some Fiora. Come on now. You're not playing Riven. Like, nobody's playing Riven. Yeah, I guess Jax is in the meta, but Fiora hard counter Jax. Come on now. Let me see some Fiora. Um, in the jungle, we're going to go streamline. Zen Zhao, champion's broken. Champion's nutty. Champion's crazy. Champion's broken. Whatever. Give me a tank, Zen Zhao. Give me a Fiora top. Because that Fiora is 100% going to be able to deal with that set. 100%. Um, streamline, give me a Zen, 
Mid lane is a little bit interesting for me because I do play mid lane, so I, I do have a bad, I have a champion ocean, as they would say. I play a lot of champions. I do not play them professionally. I have picked in um, plat, high plat. I played in mid to low diamond on Smurf in Smurf Q. So um, I guess I'm still low elo, but being a low elo analyst, that's what we do. We stay there. I have accounts in all ELOs and Millen. I think the easiest champion for me to climb on that's not Twitch, because Twitch mid is not a thing. I do not ever want to see Twitch competitive. I will never play Twitch in a competitive scene scenario ever, unless we're playing Clash and it's for fun. Like if we were playing legitimately on a stage against good people, I'm not playing Twitch. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> uh, my mid lane would probably be Twisted Fate. Twisted Fate, hella safe. Especially if I'm mid lane, I'll be playing it. Twisted Fate, stupid safe. Um, I like Twisted Fate. Twisted Fate definitely a champion to go. For, I would go for AD carry support. Honestly, that lane is useless. Fucking bot lane sucks. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> you you talk shit about. Didn't my I lane, just I'm carry the yours. game? Fifteen you talk and shit eight. About, you talk shit about my lane. I'm gonna talk shit about yours. All right. That's true. I didn't. I don't care what goes on in mid lane. <laughs> bot lane fucking sucks. <laughs> Bot lane fucking sucks. If I have to pick, give me Yumi Ezreal every single game. I want a Yumi Ezreal every single game. Why? Okay. They'll, they'll never die. They'll never die. I don't care if they People... get kills. They'll never die. That's all that matters. They'll never People die. People disrespect the Yumi so hard. Yumi is broken. Yumi is broken. She's broken. Yumi is broken. Um, in competitive, she is basically 100% big bad. Yeah, I can see that. In competitive. And in, in, in world... Every single game in Worlds, she was 100% big fan. She, she never got picked at all. She got banned every single game. On blue side, she gets banned every single game because they cannot, the enemy team just can't risk the first pick human. It's broken. No. <laughs> it's broken. Yeah, I believe that, that. That role, support, AD carry sucks. Support, most broken role in the game. That role, fucking, that role is broken. Support <laughs> is broken. Support is broken. Being able to play Yumi and press literally one button and just carry the game is fucking insane. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but um, those are our dream comps. That's how we think the the items are going to affect and the lock-ins. We are going to be tuning in for the lock-ins, so we'll be giving you our coverage on that. Um, I might co-stream during lock-ins. So while it's playing, I might stream with it and, and commentate, give my point of view on it. As a low analyst myself, I I think there's some things that I can I think I can get CLG some pointers. I think I can get CLG some pointers for sure. And they're they're pretty much they're running it down. Their their management staff is awful. I don't know why they had Darshan on fucking in the academy team. They've had him in the academy for three years. Bring him back to the main roster. Bring back Zion Spartan. He's the reason why I started playing Fiora in the first place. Uh, rip CLG. They're getting tests. But um, yeah, that is going to conclude. Our our little broadcast here. This has been Low Elo. My name is Jordan Alton Overin, and my co-host Brandisius. There you go, Brandon Brandisius Fike. All right. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social media. Everything will be linked in the description. Um, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, I will link the Discord also in the description below. Feel free to join. Um, yeah, and we appreciate you guys tuning in. There will be a visual portion of this that will be uploaded um, right after this, and we will be doing a commentary, a live commentary on a on a game, uh, Low Elo 
analyze, analyzing a little game. Uh, like I said, thank you again for watching, and um, yeah, we're out. Peace.